Hello and welcome to the E5 Fitness Podcast. Um, again, I'm by myself. John is really slacking, I'm not going to lie. Um, I'm really going to need to just have a word with him. Um, today we're going to be talking about um, aspartame. I kind of just don't really know how to say it. I'm not going to lie. Um, why people are always tired. And then if we have enough time, might go over protein stuffs and my views on them. Might just make that to a different podcast so I can go on a massive rant. So, again, I will apologize. Um, one, if I sound a little bit echoey, um, the carpet's just been removed, redecorating the office. And I'm going to remain as still as possible because the chair is going to squeak. Also, the roly wheels are now on wooden flooring. So, yeah, all hell will break loose if I sneeze or something. <laughs> okay, so. Um, I don't know if you heard about the World Health Organization coming out and saying that aspartame, which I definitely can't say that word, um, is not going to be categorized as a possible carcinogen. So it's going to, it's possibly um, got a link or a role in the development of cancer. Which obviously, like, when you hear something like that, a fucking alarm bell start ringing with the amount of things that. It's in. I think there's about six thousand that I read. Um, six thousand products <clears throat> that it's actually in, and obviously it's used as a sweetener. It's in Diet Coke. It's in Pepsi Max and those kind of things, which I will always promote as being healthier than uh, the sugar variants of them. And I mean, this definitely hasn't changed my mind really because a lot of people are like, "Oh yeah, well, it's saying it's a carcinogen." They obviously haven't read the article that it's come from, and they haven't actually said that the re- they haven't ever looked at the research from it. Um, I can't say I've read the whole thing because let's face it, that took me about a week. Um, so what's actually happening is the World Health Organization has said that this is going to come under the um, category of possible carcinogens, and it's going to be categorized in the same bracket as using your mobile phone, and eating red meat. Both of which most people will do every day. And nobody will bat an eyelid about using the mobile phone. Remember that? Remember when you first, when mobile phones first came out and it was like, oh, you can't, uh, you can't put them in your pocket because it's going to cause you to have like testicular cancer or something like that. It can't be close to your balls because otherwise you're going to be I don't know, spray mutants all over kind of vibe. I, I think that's just something that we forget, and I think this will go away very quickly anyway. And the fact that it is a possible carcinogen is, is one of those where people will be like, oh, yeah, but it's a carcinogen. It's not. It doesn't cause cancer. It's a possible link. It's nothing major. And the study that they actually used on it, the the dosage that you, they used of aspartame, was 12 to 36 cans a day. And, I mean, Diet Coke's expensive, let alone the capacity to drink that much. It's absolutely outrageous. You'll probably have more chance of developing a cartilage in yourself just from the random shit that you do. More likely to get hit by a car, I reckon. Don't. Like, I'm not saying go and do that. That's not like it's not an either or, but 
probably more likely to. <clears throat> like I had I had something the other day. It's like you are twice as likely to get hit by a by lightning. No, sorry, you are more likely to get hit by lightning twice than you are to win the lottery. Yeah, people always put the lottery on. All right. Um. So when you see that article, when it comes out in the media, or even if you've seen it before, don't stress too much. Like, please, because it's really nothing to worry about. Like, it's not going to put me off drinking. Um, I've got a lilt here, diet lilt. Lilt by Fanta now, which is, which is just criminal. Um, however, I don't know if you know, little fact for you. Fanta was invented by Nazis. Google it. Um, so the second thing we're going to go on to is why you're always tired. And this is, oh, this isn't ever going to be an exhaustive list because it's always going to be things that are going to cause you to be tired. I mean, if you've got kids, if you've got a newborn, that will be the reason you're tired. Like it won't be the fact that you are, but it will be the fact that the lack of sleep, it will be the fact that you pro your diet's probably not great, but the catalyst behind that is the fact that you've got a newborn and it's probably screaming all the time and you're probably regretting every decision you've ever made in life and you probably should have pulled out. Um, but most of the reasons why people wake up and they're, they're just absolutely shattered, wake up with their eyes will be stinging, feel like they've not slept, they'll have absolutely zero motivation for life because they're just tired and they want to go to bed. It all stems down to a couple of things. Again, there might be other things, and this is never going to be a, oh, it's definitely these things. We need to take these things with a pinch of salt, absolutely, because obviously there's, there's diseases and things out there that will make you be tired. There's certain things out there that will make you be tired. And this is just the nutritional, habitual stuff that I see commonly every day with my clients or people that I see and, and give advice out to. So, um, the first one is just sleep. If you nail your sleep, you'll become less tired. A lot of people, what they'll do is they'll sacrifice sleep for other stuff. Like, oh yeah, three hours sleep is enough. It's not. You'll just be bending the wicket both ends. It's just fucking stupid. And you can, you can sort of make up these, these hours in sleep, um, like, so, for example, if you had three hours last night, tonight, and you got nine, the average of six actually does work. And you can also bank that. So if you know that you've got, like, a night shift coming up and you're only going to get four or five hours, you can sleep more before you do it, and you get better sleep. But it's not just the hours of sleep that you get. It's the quality of sleep. And the quality of sleep comes from the environment that you put around. Like, I sleep with my dog. My dog literally sleeps next to me for the first, like, hour of us being in bed. And I sleep worse because of it. But once he's gone, I'm done. I mean, it's, it's fine. So my sleep could be better. But then I have other things that I put in place that you could easily make it. So I could easily, like, I actually um, see it's like a massive benefit. So I always put send Alexa to put on like, uh, like thunderstorms or rain things. Just listen out because I tried not to say that too loudly to make sure she didn't come on. Um, I tried to stretch before bed, shower before bed, and I always read before bed. Like, reading's one of the big things, and I'll always go on about reading before bed. 
Um, always use fantasy books. And if anybody has recommendations for books to read, I will happily take them. Um, and that's your catalyst. Like sleep is one of the biggest things. Um, making sure you're not on your phone before you go to bed, make sure you're not on a laptop, gaming, etc. Like you've got to wind down. Like you can't fall, like you can't take a turn off the motorway at 80 miles an hour. You're always going to have to slow down. And that's how you've got to view it. You've got to have that downtime before you before you get to that point. But there's other things that are going to make us feel tired. And one of the most common ones will always be um, B12. But so many people um, that I train or that I know that they'll get the B12 injections, etc., And they know when it's coming, when they're due, because they're tired. And yeah, that is something that they're going to have to probably have for the rest of life um, because they'll probably struggle to absorb B12 which is absolutely fine, but you can try to increase B12 from diet alongside iron. So iron and B12 both make you anemic if you are deficient in both. And this is more common in females, endurance athletes, and vegans, because both those, both B12 and iron, are found in red meat. Uh, but they're found in other meats as well. Uh, B12 is actually synthesized with intestines of animals. For all you vegans listening out there, I apologize. Um, but both those things will make you feel tired. They'll decrease your mood, so you'll feel more lethargic. And all of these things make you make you make worse decisions throughout the day. So lack of sleep, feeling tired, you'll start reaching for more food as a, a way of enhancing the amount of energy you have. But all that's ever really doing is just making you gain weight and gain weight and overeat, which obviously isn't ideal. And then the other big one is vitamin D. So in the UK, we don't get vitamin D between September and March because of the angles of the sun. And like usually we cover up through summer anyway, so we probably need to find another way of getting it that way. And we don't actually get much from our diet either. Like we don't get any vitamin D sauce. There is foods with vitamin D in, but they're not, they're not vitamin D sources. So you would have to supplement which is one of the things I get all my clients to supplement with. And I make all my clients drink two to three litres of water a day. I usually say fluid because some people call it water and obviously they can come through coffee and tea, etc. But if you focus on drinking enough, making sure your diet has vitamin D, B12 and iron in, depending on how you get that in, I don't care. Um, you think iron, iron can, you can get from um, spinach as well, like leafy green veg. And then just focus on your sleep. You'll start to feel less tired because these things all are linked to like fatigue and immunity. You probably feel less ill. And what you've probably realized, you've probably realized this by now, that all of these things like they're not complicated, but they're all there. Like if you had a five to eight fruit veg a day, you'd get more of every one of those. If you drank more, you'd feel better. If you slept more, you'd make better decisions. And those decisions would be to eat more fruit and veg, eat more protein, 
and you'd get more vitamin D, get more iron, you get more B12, you get better sleep, you drink more, and you'd feel better instantly within three, four, five days. And it would stop you reaching for caffeine at every opportunity. It would stop you reaching for carbohydrates and foods that make you feel better because when your mood is low, whether that's because you might be emotional, whether it's because you're tired, you start reaching for comfort food. And those comfort foods usually are not in line with our goals. So that's how you can have more energy without actually having to eat tons more or sacrifice anything, really. So that's how I would do it. That's what I would do with a client. So hopefully you'd found some benefit of that. So when the ice bar may come, comes out, just ignore it, basically, because you're not going to be having 12 cans a day. If you are, you know that there's something wrong with that, let alone the amount that you're having, probably an addiction or something. And then if you eat more fruit and veg, look at getting a vitamin D supplementation. And if you are tired and you're a female vegan endurance runner, then you probably want to be looking at supplement with iron and B12 as well. And if you are feeling lethargic, like go, and get your, go to the doctors and get your blood checked. It's the easiest way to find out. Um, otherwise, everything's like a guessing game. So hope you enjoyed this. Um, I am now one month exactly away from the next group coaching uh, opening. So if that is something that you're looking at, do give me a message. Do find me on Instagram. There are some posts coming out and there'll be a lot more coming over the next couple of weeks. So hopefully you enjoyed this. And I haven't actually, I don't think I've squeaked once. No, it's not squeaking. There we go. It's squeaking. Uh, cheers, guys. Enjoy Monday.